Hi there, and welcome to the Speaking of Texas podcast. I'm your host and Texas whisperer, Twee Scott. Anyone who knows me knows of my passion for Texas. I often joke that I eat Texas for breakfast. I love this place, and I admire it and her people. One of the greatest attractions for me has always been that Texas attitude, that drive, that spirit that says, no is not an option. While researching my book, Texas, in her own words, one thing really became apparent to me, and that was Texans are how thinkers, not if thinkers. For them, if never enters into the equation at all. They are one determined bunch. I tell you that, but I understand it. To start with, Texas was always a brutally tough place to live when you came here. Even in the 1820s, when the Stephen F. Austin colony came here, the odds of making it were still heavily stacked against you. I have often said you had to earn the right to live here. You had to earn the right to live here, and you earned it by surviving. The people who came to Texas in those days came from Tennessee, Kentucky, Virginia, Louisiana, but... Where they came from is not near as important as what they brought with them. You see, for the most part, they were all frontiersmen, and they knew how to live off the land. That was a necessary and important skill to possess. If you couldn't do that well, well, you were going to die. The settlers had to figure that out and figure it out quickly, because failure could not be an option. That being the case, then they had to figure out how to deal with their surroundings and the circumstances. That invariably led them to coldly dealing with the reality of any given situation. They had to develop new and creative ways to adapt to their surroundings. If solutions were not found or managed at first, well, they'd have to come up with another way, a more decisive strategy to survive, and that they did. I believe that this is part of the Texan mindset, their approach to problem solving. If at first you don't succeed, just simply means that you haven't found the solution yet. There has to be a way to do this. But what is it? So they would simply try to find another way to solve their problems. Texans are problem solvers. It's because of that mindset that I believe that I can name at least three industries that began in Texas. The cattle industry, the oil industry, and the computer industry. Let me explain. When the Civil War ended, there was a lot of destruction. A lot of construction and rebuilding was needed. But progress was slow initially. With all the men returning home from the war, well, there was a glut of manpower especially newly freed black men. But there's just not enough jobs in Texas. However, there was a situation there with thousands upon thousands of wild, unclaimed cattle roaming around Texas. And as more and more people had to be fed, the demand for beef increased. And the problem was satisfying that demand. But there was a huge logistical problem. Getting that cattle to the slaughterhouses and the markets was very difficult. The cattle needed to be herded over a thousand miles or more. That trip could take three to four months. It would require young, hardy men to drive the cattle to market or to the railheads. For long, arduous journeys like that, it meant that these men had to eat. Satisfying these large hungers was going to take more food than these cowboys could fit into their saddlebags. Enter Charles Goodnight. Charles Goodnight was a pioneer rancher and a businessman. He recognized the knee right away, and he created the solution. It really was a simple solution, but almost brutally obvious. He simply placed a bureau on the back of a wagon. 
And by doing that, he created an industry. Men could now move the thousands of cattle up the trail. It was hard, bone-numbing work, not for the weak or the lazy. Massive fortunes would be created for some as a result of Goodnight's invention. And looking back, I think it's safe to say that Charles Goodnight invented the very first food truck by creating the first chuck wagon. He helped change the eating habits of much of the world. Although oil had been discovered in various locales around the United States, it really wasn't until Spindletop in Beaumont, Texas in 1901 that the oil industry would have such a massive impact on everyone's life. To me, the Wildcatters became the new cowboys. Again, it was hard and dirty work. It's often been said that when Texas discovered oil, well, Texas changed the world. And that's an absolute fact. Once oil had been discovered and made truly useful for any number of purposes, other industries were born as a result. Without the oil industry, think about it, there would be no automotive industry. Without oil, would Henry Ford have made the Model A or the Model Ts? I doubt it. The oil industry began in Texas, and roughly 50 years later, the first silicon chip was developed. It was designed and invented in Fort Worth. Texas Instruments, or TI as it was called, and later Tandy Corporation were truly innovative companies on the cutting edge of still another new burgeoning industry. These were truly innovative companies, and we have seen how the world has changed as computers and high-tech companies have exploded onto the scene. The impact of that industry has developed an almost never-ending supply of applications for virtually every problem known to man. What do these three industries have in common? Not a single one of them were created by accepting the concept of no. Whether they would be pioneers or explorers or inventors, they pressed on to create solutions to problems. Undeterred, they pressed on to create a better way of doing things. Did they ever fail? Oh, you bet they did. But in that true pioneer and dauntless spirit, it didn't stop them. They pressed on and reinvented their processes, and even themselves if they had to. To achieve these accomplishments, this all boils down to what I refer to as the Texas mantra. No is not an option. When you think about it, there's no progress when you give up. And I'll tell you, Texans are not by nature quitters. They see a problem and suddenly it becomes a challenge and they take it head on. I admire those qualities and frankly, that's why I live here. I've always admired and have been taken by what that can-do attitude can do. That ceaseless can-do kind of determination has always and still reinforces that Texan concept of believing that. If you can dream it, you can do it in Texas. Texas is such a big stage to live out your dream. I know a lot of those kinds of people. I just seem to run across them almost daily. It will be my endeavor in the future to feature and share some of those Texans with you. These are fellow Texans who are pursuing their dreams, and I promise you, there are bunches of them. There are some really interesting folks to talk about. Well, that's going to do it for now, and I do thank you for being here. And before I go, I want to thank a couple of folks for making this podcast possible. I want to thank my colleague, Ray Palla, for his unending encouragement and for some of our production elements. I also want to thank Luke Plagans for producing this episode of the Speaking of Texas podcast. So until next time, this is your Texas Whisperer, Tweed Scott. In the meantime, take care of your precious selves.